At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Imagine that you are healthy and invincible and never, ever, 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 ever going to get sick. If you imagine it, you can make it happen. Or you could realize that that's bullcrap. But you can do things so you are healthier, so your immune system is boosted. Let me tell you about Z-Stack. Z-Stack, specially formulated natural immune-boosting supplement formulated by Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. Z-Stack has been scientifically formulated. It's kosher, it's GMP certified, and it's produced right here in the United States. You've got to take control of your health and your family's health. And the best way to deal with potential sickness is to knock it out while it's still in the potential part. Z-Stack, did we learn this with COVID? Z-Stack, designed to help uh, combat attacks to your immune system in a proactive and natural way. Go to zstacklife.com slash Beck and enter the promo code Beck. Get a small discount off your first order. It's zstacklife.com slash Beck. Promo code Beck. The program begins in just a minute. President yesterday said he was going to cut about 7% of our supply of oil, and the price of oil has gone down. Makes total sense. Love it. Loving it. Love it. Just keep doing it. Whatever you're doing behind the scenes, Mr. Oz, you wizard. I love what you're doing behind the curtain. Just keep doing it. Uh, Russia, however, is warning of a $300 price of oil if we continue saudi arabia said yeah we're not gonna pump more oil joe biden uh we're actually on the side of russia that's good news that's really good news what does this actually mean and what does it mean to you we'll explain in 60 seconds Ramon wrote in about his uh, wife's experience with Relief Factor. He said, I ordered Relief Factor for my wife, and it really does work. In fact, I think it works better than advertised. My wife's pain level has dropped off dramatically. 
She's not only able to get around the house more easily, but her pain level is much more manageable. Thank you so much for this product. I will tell you that um, when I first uh, started considering doing Relief Factor commercials, uh, I met a lot of the people just right around here that have taken Relief Factor. I mean, you know, in the Dallas area. I met a couple whose husband ordered it for his wife and she was on narcotics. She was she her pain level was off the charts. She had come come off of narcotics. Her pain was manageable and they both cried and he did too. He's like, I got my wife back. Get your wife back. Get your life back. Relieffactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week uh, quick start developed for you relieffactor.com or call 800 the number four relief relief factor feel the difference okay so let's let's look at uh let's look at something shall we um i'm offering gas cards to my staff the first one that finds this because i know i read about it uh before ukraine um the one of the things that the uh, Fed was looking to do to control inflation was create demand destruction. And I know I read it a couple of months ago, three months ago, because um, I didn't really understand what demand destruction was. Demand destruction is something that happened to us in the 1970s. If you were alive, you'll remember this. If you weren't, just go with me for a second. We had uh, OPEC cut off our oil and we had an oil crisis and price of gas went through the roof and we had shortages. People had to have you know, a certain license plate. If you had an odd number license plate, you could buy it on Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Uh, if you had an even, you would get it Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. And that was just to keep the gas lines from forming because they were so long. It was crazy. Uh, and what happened? Well, back in the 1970s, we were making these boats for cars. I mean, they were enormous, enormous. I don't even honestly, I, I, I'd love to open up some of the hoods of some of these old, like, remember the old continental Mark four or five. And it was like the size of a car. The hood was the size of a car. I know I have to look into one because the engine must have seemed really small in that giant space. But we made these cars the bigger, the better. And then the oil crisis hit and it wasn't bigger, the better. Uh, it was the exact opposite. People couldn't afford to drive those boats at eight miles a gallon. So there was a country that was making little teeny cars that that were very fuel efficient and that country was Japan. This is what put Japan on the map uh, after World War II. Japan was still known kind of as this country that made crappy things and it all really stemmed from the, from their grenades that they used in World War II. Uh, they never really went off and so the the guys came back from World War II from Asia, and they were like, yeah, made in Japan, man. It means it doesn't work because their grenades usually didn't go off. But they uh, were making very small cars called a Honda CVCC. And it was, a, uh, it was an engine, a motorcycle engine that had been turned sideways. 
and it, it honestly it looked like a clown car and it never sold anything in america until the oil crisis then it took off and honda became honda okay that's demand destruction you have something that is so high priced that people are like i can't buy it anymore and then they'll find ways if they have to have it like transportation they'll find ways to use less of it for instance in the 70s we got rid of all the big boats and we that fleet changed on a dime people were not driving those huge cars in the 1980s they were gone because people couldn't afford to drive them. So that's demand destruction, and it allows something else to take off, like Honda. Okay. We're in demand destruction right now with oil, and uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause us to use... Uh... <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I guess we found... Uh, one of my, one of my uh, producers just found an article on it. Um, I think this is being orchestrated. I, I think this is another thing that just didn't feel right. I think our demand destruction of oil was orchestrated. It's going to keep us uh, off of gasoline and and uh, looking for new sources of energy because we just can't afford it. Okay, but it also slows down the economy. And what was the Fed saying before all of this? The economy is overheating. Did you feel like our economy was overheating? Because I didn't feel like our economy was overheating. I didn't feel like we were in the Trump days when things were really good. Did you? I mean, it depends on what they mean. I mean, there was that that thing where a lot of businesses were looking for employees and no one was showing up to work. Correct. Right? That, Correct. That, that level of it. But it wasn't like we were in a great economic time. Correct. No, like not at all. all. We were coming back. Yeah. Coming we were back coming back from a right. real big downturn. Okay. So here's, here's what's uh, happening. And I, w- I want to explain, I want you to understand um, why I say it's really bad to get off Russian oil without opening up our own oil fields okay it is the best thing we can do we i like that morally we're trying to help ukraine and we do it by canceling cutting off their blood supply over in russia but we're also cutting it off here and the rest of the world when you think of a barrel of oil I want you to think that every time if you have, let's say you, you know, you have 20 gallon tank, every time you fill up, you're using one barrel of oil. One barrel of oil will only uh, produce, it's like 19 and a half gallons of gasoline. Okay. That's pretty remarkable uh, that it is that low. That leaves over half of the oil not able to be turned into gasoline. So it's turned into other things. So I want you to understand if the price of gasoline is going up because of the oil shock, there are a few other things that are made from that other about 55%. Let me just give you a couple of them. Solvents, diesel fuel, motor oil, bearing grease, ink, floor wax, ballpoint pins, football cleats, insecticides, boats, sweaters, upholstery, 
bicycle tires, sports car bodies, nail polish, fishing lures, perfumes, golf bags, tires, dresses, cassettes, uh, dishwasher parts, toolboxes, shoe polish, uh, transparent tape, petroleum jelly, caulking, motorcycle helmets, CD players, faucet watchers, antiseptics, clotheslines, curtains, food preservatives, baseballs, basketballs, soap, vitamin capsules, antihistamines, purses, shoes, dashboards, cortisone, deodorant, shoelace aglets, putty, dyes, pantyhose, refrigerants, linings, Rubber, uh, rubbing alcohol, life jackets, percolators, skis, TV cabinets, shag rugs, electrician's tape, uh, paint, epoxy, car battery cases, tool racks, mops, slacks, insect repellent, oil filters, hair coloring, fertilizers, yarn and umbrellas. And roofing, toilet seats, fishing rods, lipstick, denture adhesives, linoleum, ice cube trays, synthetic rubber, speakers, Plastic wood, electric blankets, glycerin, dice, fishing boats, rubber cement, tennis rackets, nylon rope, candles, trash bags, house paint, water pipes, uh, and uh, hand lotion. And roller skates and surfboards and shampoo, wheels, um, paint rollers, shower curtains, safety glasses, aspirin, luggage, guitar strings, antifreeze, football helmets, awnings, eyeglasses, clothes, toothbrushes. Uh, ice chest, footballs, combs, CDs, DVDs, paintbrushes, detergents, tents, uh, balloons, vaporizers, heart valves, crayons, parachutes, telephones, enamel, pillows, dishes, cameras, and uh, anesthetics. Uh, um, let's see. Artificial turf, turf, artificial limbs, bandages, hair curlers, folding doors, model cars, dentures, cold cream, movie film, soft contact lenses, drinking cups, ammonia, shaving cream, car enamel, fan belts, refrigerators, golf balls, and of course, toothpaste. I'm sorry, gasoline. Okay. But other than that. But other than that. Yeah. But other than that. Okay. So now here's what's happening. When you take that uh, under half a barrel of oil, that is made into gasoline. Each barrel of oil is about 20 gallons of gas. That's remarkably low. I always thought it was much more than that. The rest of it goes into these refineries, and they are doing something. uh, These refineries become crackers. Not crackers, but crackers. What does a cracker do? A cracker takes the remaining part of the oil and breaks it up through high pressure and heat and uh, takes the molecules and breaks them apart and then says, okay, we're going to make styrofoams. We're going to make uh, we're going to make motor oil. We're going to take these uh, molecules and we're going to make, um, you know, uh, car bodies, whatever car interiors glasses any of these other things that's what a cracker does that is always running at a hundred percent because there's never enough styrofoam and plastic to cover all the meat so we always run these things 100 percent capacity they are now being backed off to 80 percent capacity because the crackers Run by crackers, I would assume. Uh, oh my gosh, why would you assume that? Well, because they're evil. That's why. 
Anyway, the crackers running the crackers say we can't make enough money because there's going to be a uh, a price dis- uh, destruction. There's going to be demand destruction. People aren't going to want that little plaything for their baby made out of plastic because it's going to cost way too much money. So if you thought that there was a problem with supply and demand, you ain't seen nothing yet. And when people are telling you, well, we're willing to pay higher prices for gas, Mm -hmm. are you... Because I've never met that person before. Never. Uh, well, Stephen Colbert. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a fascinating one, too. Because he doesn't care because he says he drives a Tesla. Yeah. Totally ignoring the fact that this is not just an oil crisis. It's an energy crisis. Right. It's a, it's a um, rare metals and rare minerals crisis. Right. For example, guess what gets put into every Tesla? A lot of it. Nickel. Nickel. Just went up $67 yesterday. Nickel. And it's China and Russia who control all of this stuff. Oh, wait a minute. So go ahead with your electric cars and act as if it makes us, you know, less uh, energy independent. And when you see the price of everything going up, just remember the people who are leading you to this are the ones that say we have to get rid of fossil fuels. Less than half of each barrel goes to gasoline. The rest of that barrel goes to make everything else we have grown accustomed to. Everything else. So when you think that your friends tell you, well, the price, it's worth it. Really? You cannot disconnect the price of oil and the price of gasoline to the price of food or plastic or anything else that you are used to buying. Demand destruction is going, is coming, and it is coming fast. So every morning when you get up, you step in the bathroom. You've got the, uh, you got to face the same thing, that, ba- that bathroom mirror. How does that look? You happy about it? I know I am thrilled every day. Oh, I day. love it. I'm like, wow, that guy looks good. Yeah. You know? I'm Well, I use it because I look at it and I say, Look at that fat guy. Not going to be like him. <laughs> no. Yeah, I look good compared to that guy. Now, my understanding is that GenuCell is not going to help you lose weight, unfortunately. Because then, then we'd have something really big. I but, tried it. I tried to take a bath in it. And it says no. it shrinks, you know, shrinks things. <laughs> and it didn't. <laughs> does have ultra retinol cream with dual action skin technology. And that can help you with all sorts of you know, problems like red or inflamed or blotchy skin. It combines a series of ingredients to not only revitalize your complexion, but also smooth away things like forehead wrinkles and laugh lines. Mm-hmm. It's safe for sensitive skin. Not bulges. Not bulges. No. Won't do it. No. I don't know. I don't want to know about that. <laughs> and it provides effective hydration and skin renewing benefits for all skin types. Rub it on all bulges. <laughs> it's perfect for both men and women. It's a great gift as well. If you don't see a visibly younger, clearer complexion in the mirror, you can get 100% of your money back guaranteed for a limited time as well you can get genucell's ultra retinol free with their most popular package you save over 60 percent on genucell favorites right now and get an extra discount when you enter the code beck at checkout it's genucell.com genucell.com all orders are upgraded to free priority shipping today g-e-n-u-c-e-l.com the code is beck at genucell.com 10 second station id
All right, I just want you to know CNN is here to make sure you understand you're alone. You're alone. Yeah, it is only you. Listen to this report. People we've spoken to over the last couple of weeks, they're okay paying higher prices if it means holding Russia accountable for what they are doing in Ukraine. But these prices are likely going to creep higher, Kate. We'll see how they feel in the next week or so. Yeah, you're alone. Most people are totally fine with uh, paying higher prices at the gas pump. Totally really? fine. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's, uh, here's a, a, a nice one from ABC that kind of disagrees. We have it. Tonight, the pain at the pump being felt by Americans across the country. How does it feel to have four gallons after 20 bucks? <laughs> Doesn't feel good. That used to be a half a tank. The average price of gas now a record $4.23 a gallon. When you add it all up, Americans are spending $250 million more every day on gas than we were a month ago. Hmm. In California, drivers seeing prices that start with sixes and even sevens. 60 bucks for to fill my tank. Used to be 40. Some gas stations barely keeping up with the hikes. In New Jersey, the average price up 52 cents since last week. What was it like to just fill up right now? It was crazy. It's absolutely astronomical. It's it's painful at the pump. It really is. Especially when you drive a big truck and it's 20 gallons. Or it's $100 every week. It's $500 a month. Now that sounds bad, but I want you to uh, just imagine... Imagine how great this could be. Cut nine. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy mm -hmm. to grow. Mm -hmm. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine that. That they produced zero emissions. Imagine that. Wow. wow well, excited. you all imagined it. Yeah, you imagined That's it. why we're here today. Yeah. Because we have the ability to see what can be. Yeah. Unburdened by what has been. Uh-huh. And then to make the possible actually happen. Okay, what, what is so this? let me let me let me just let me just say, um, not the not the past, but we can imagine what can be. You're leaving out what is. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like if Elon Musk said, "You know what? People have to get off this planet and uh, and and go to Mars with me." Uh, and so, uh, don't build anything else but a rocket ship and <laughs> and houses on on mars that might be a problem for everybody who's still living in the present instead of uh you know that utopia on mars that i that i'm sure it's going to be actually elon if you're listening i would sign up right now i would sign up uh, I mean, you could just launch me out of a hatch halfway through for the entertainment of everybody else. I, that will be better than living here. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure. The Glenn Back Program. <laughs> American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 40% of Americans with credit card debt do not know their interest rate. That's going to change. Uh, credit card rates are almost always in the double digits. The cost uh, is is terrible, especially if you have a lot on your uh, balance. If you're carrying a huge balance, double digit interest rates, you're never going to pay that off. Pay it off. Pay it off. How do you do it? 
Well, there's a 10-minute phone call that you could make right now to American Financing. It is free. No obligation review of your current mortgage and any debts you have. American Financing uh, is America's uh, home for home loans. They'll got you, they've got you covered coast to coast. Their salary-based employees work for you, not the bank. So they'll help you get your financial house in order. 10 minutes. Consolidation loan or mortgage refi could save you hundreds of dollars. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. If you use the promo code Glenn at blazetv.com slash Glenn, you'll save 10 bucks, which is good for like one whole gallon of gas. Hey, there's even a bigger paper shortage uh, that is coming. Uh, Three of the big paper manufacturers in Italy and others around the world completely shut down now. Uh, So there's a paper shortage uh, coming. If you haven't gotten the book, The Great Reset, it is now available in hardcover uh, right now wherever you buy your books. Go online to Amazon or Barnes & Noble or whoever books a million and order a copy now should be in Costco and um, uh, Walmart as well. So grab it now. Is it in hardware stores? Any hardware stores at all? Like Ace or, you know, the place oh, why with the would helpful hardware? Why would, why would it be? Do you buy your books Because I thought it was available pretty much everywhere. Yeah, wherever you buy your books. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I rarely so, buy my books at hardware stores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Gray is joining us now, and I'm mm. beginning to regret it already. <laughs> By the way, tonight I'm going to explain on my Wednesday night special at 9, I'm going to retell the movie Titanic, except mm. the Russians and oil prices and an economic weapon of mass destruction, the iceberg. Okay? Uh, and Jack still hasn't uh, found his way to a safe door or anything floating, in my version, too. He still dies with that witch on the door going, Don't let go, Jack! Oh, my... Anyway, we'll explain the world by using Titanic tonight at 9. Don't miss it. Right after a brand new Stu Does America and hours and hours after the Pat Gray show. Hours and hours, literally. Yeah. Yeah. All right, good. So, Pat, what's on your mind today? I've got a couple of things that would be stuck in my craw if I had a craw. But, of course, I had my craw surgically removed. Right. Don't even know what it is. Years ago. So, but... Uh, there's a couple things we've all been expressing. Well, you and I and, and some others uh, in the industry have been expressing a little bit of uncomfortability, awkwardness with this all in for Ukraine thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. don't want anything bad to happen to the citizens. And the citizens are good. The citizens are the good. Citizens are good. The government traditionally has not been. <laughs> what do you mean yeah. by that? Uh, and there's a, a member of parliament that was on Fox uh, yesterday that kind of explained what exactly it is Ukraine is fighting for. Okay. Uh, For the rest of us that aren't Ukrainians, I think the world, quite frankly, Kira, is surprised by the will of the Ukrainian people to stand up and fight. Mm -hmm. Are you? Well, I'm not surprised. I, uh, we have been fighting uh, Putin for the last eight years, and we had three revolutions in our country when we did not agree with what was going on with uh, the direction of where we're moving in. But right now, it's a critical time because we know that we not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order for the democratic oh. countries. 
Oh, we knew wait, that we are the shield for the Europe. We mm. knew that we are protecting uh, not uh, only Ukraine. We are protecting like all the other countries that would be next. Right. Wait a minute. So the new world order, you have a <laughs> yeah. problem with that? I do. Yeah. You, know, you don't do. think that the people of Ukraine are out there in the streets thinking I am fighting for the new <laughs> for world the new order. order. I can't wait to bring on the yeah. Great Reset. You know I can't she, wait. Yeah. You know who she is. She's a member. Member of, of parliament. Yeah. But she's also a member of. Of the World Economic Forum. Now that I didn't she, know. Yeah, she is so that also, makes sense why yeah, she's she for the is New World Order. Really talking about the Great Reset. We are also fighting for the Great Reset. Yeah, I didn't know that part. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we hedged it a little bit uh, on my show when we were talking about it. Because if maybe she doesn't understand New World no, Order. No, she does. She's no, part of it. No, she does. Yeah, she's part of it. Yeah, oh, no, she's part wow. of it. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that maybe that's why we feel a little bit on edge on this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a few things no, don't make I, sense. I'm not fighting for the new world. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. That's no. <laughs> nah, not something I'm on board with. Uh, although uh, Vladimir Putin is. He's Jeez. fighting against the new world order. He is for. He's fighting for a totally different new world order, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His new world he's order fighting sucks for, just as much as the other one correct. does. Correct. He's fighting for his national world order, right. where it is nation states and Russia can just take all of those states that they want mm. the, this is national versus international new world order right the, the reason i care about this is because we have an alliance with a bunch of countries that are one country away from ukraine yeah <laughs> that's the, yeah I, mean, I, I also care obviously for the people of ukraine and and, and the obvious human stuff Right. But like as far as U.S. national interest, that's the concern. I don't want Russia to to grow. I don't want them attacking freaking Estonia and draw us into a war with Russia. So here's this is why this is why our president and our Congress Senate on the Democratic side, for sure. And some Republicans, they're not representing you. They're representing now. I don't know. Europe or they're representing the Great Reset or they're representing the Ukrainian people, but they're not representing you. If you want to say we have a moral responsibility to help the people in Ukraine, I disagree with that. I don't think we do have a moral responsibility as a nation. Maybe as individuals and people, we do have that um, responsibility to see it, to say Mm -hmm. something, and to help in all we can. But the moral responsibility for our leadership is to make sure that the United States of America remains stable and secure and that its people can actually continue to move on with their lives. So you strengthen the United States and then you can help more people. What they're doing is helping Ukraine and Europe and everybody else and hurting us just as badly. That's that's not a that's not a group of people that represent me because that that's suicide. And I don't mm-hmm. want to engage in that. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, they're building it on a house of lies and nobody is correcting their lies. Joe Biden's speech yesterday was incredible. Oh, yeah. Filled with nothing but lies. Yeah. Nothing but like, first of all, he, he blamed uh, Russia because of for the rising oil prices for the gas prices. Well, the prices risen for the last year ever since he got into office it's been rising right the ukraine situation is going on for two weeks so some of it you know it's gone up the last few days because of russia and ukraine but it's it's gone up 
mostly because of him and his policies. Yeah, I mean, I remember everyone was like, oh, you know, if this stuff happens, we could see $5 a gallon gas in, in California. Bef- before any of this Russia-Ukraine stuff happened, mm-hmm. I was in California and saw $5 a gallon gas. It was there before any of this stuff occurred. Of course right. it was. Of course and it was. now right. it's at $7. Now we're actually higher than the uh, fictional gas station from the movie I Am Legend. Did you know this? Oh, my God. Oh. Remember the zombie apocalypse yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, The world collapses. And at mm. one point, Will Smith is, you know, getting something off the ground. And in the background, you see like an Exxon Mobil sign. It's like 663 for regular. And now wow. it's at 671 for regular in parts of California. So worse than the zombie my apocalypse. Gosh. Yeah, that's not bad. Good job, that's, Joe. That's not bad. That's not bad. But, you know, it's all because of these oil companies. You yeah, know, they, they have, won't drill. They could drill if they wanted to. They got 9,000 leases. I heard it from the president. <laughs> Which is down from 37,000 under Trump. 37,000. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He didn't cut any of that. Yeah. No, he said yesterday. He I didn't. know he said. Yeah. 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 Uh, he said, well, in fact, we're going to pump. We're going to pump another record this year. Uh, uh, yeah, because Trump started the rebuild there. <laughs> yeah. that he inherited. Right. And so that kind of spilled over into his administration. Right. And we're still down from the end and of we're still And by the way, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're comparing yeah. it to his first year, Donald Trump's first year in office. Yeah, which yes, was I noticed you know, I love yeah. that. suffering from the Obama years. Yes. Right. yes. So he ramped it up, got it to 2019, right. uh, which was much higher than we are now, because, of course, this obviously has been reversed. They bragged about reversing it. The whole thing they did, yeah. they came in the first no. day and no. signed all no. of these things to no. stop oil production, no. and now they're denying no. they did it. Not true. <laughs> Uh, Here's the energy secretary, 2021, cut five. The Energy Information Administration, which is um, uh, inside the Department of Energy, but it's independent. Mm. It predicts that we are going to turn the corner in um, early 2022 in terms of pricing at the pump. See, they knew. They knew. They knew. They knew. We turned a corner. Uh, They knew. Now, remember, we weren't having a problem with gas prices, you know, until January 20th. Uh, and the president is sworn in. We have yeah. no problem. Nobody was talking about gas prices. We were fine, and we were energy independent for the very first time. And explain explain for a minute the 9,000 oil leases, because there's more to that than meets the ear as well. So when you have a lease, um, gas companies, oil companies, they go to the United States, and they say, you have all this land, and we think there might be oil in this section Mm -hmm. and we would like to apply for a lease so we can explore it so they get a lease and for like a five-year period or whatever it is they can go and explore it doesn't i don't think it necessarily means you can pump it it means you can explore it okay um yeah because you need the permit as well yeah to to, pump it to pump it Mm -hmm. so and i could be wrong on that sometimes they don't have the permit but they do have the lease right and so they have the lease but that lease does not mean that there's oil or gas there they wanted to explore to see if there was they may find no gas or no oil they may actually find oil or gas but it would be way too expensive to pump it to out extract, so they not, still have the lease but they're not pumping on it because yeah there's it's nothing too really expensive to or there's nothing to to mm-hmm. uh pump out it wasn't economically feasible to get to any gas or oil that was there correct right yes and that's why the thirty-seven thousand number is so impressive because that means he was allowing them 
okay, you got a dry well here. Go find another one somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's why they had 37,000 leases, because they were moving around trying to find the oil and successfully finding it and pumping it. Doesn't their own rhetoric here, though, ants show how f- much they're lying? Right. Like, yeah, for example, they are the ones saying this is the greatest existential threat to all of humanity. Mm-hmm. So, But now they're arguing they're not limiting it. Like, wait a minute, you, you've you been telling us forever everyone's going to die because of this product, so you weren't limiting it? What were you doing? <laughs> That's a great and, point. And then they say, hey, these oil companies are the most uh, selfish, profit-driven, money-hungry, terrible, they're going to they're gonna do everything mm-hmm. they can to screw the American people, and all they want is money, it's all they care about, they don't care about human lives, all they care about is money, but they mm-hmm. have 9,000 leases, they just don't want to get the oil out right now. <laughs> they, they didn't want to make the money from those 9,000 wells. Does that make any sense? No. If they're so evil and money hungry, if there drilling. was oil there, they'd be drilling for it. Right. Uh, let me just play one more cut, because remember, Joe Biden said he was going to do everything he could, everything he can to make sure he drives down the price of oil. He's going to he's going to do everything he can. Here is. Uh, here's cut five. Gas prices, because gas, interesting... pr- gas prices relate to a foreign mm-hmm. policy initiative that is about something mm-hmm. that goes beyond the cost of gas. And we're about 330 a gallon most places that now when it's up from mm-hmm. was down in the single digits. Mm-hmm. I mean, single a dollar plus. And uh, and that's because of the supply being withheld by OPEC. And so there's a lot of negotiation that is. Mm. Hello. There, there, yeah. There's a lot of Middle Eastern folks want to talk to me. Uh-huh. I'm not sure I'm going to talk to them, but the uh-huh. point is, it's about gas production. There's what? things uh-huh. we can do in the meantime, though. Do you yeah. think there's a? Okay. I mean, do you see? A, do you have a timeline for gas prices of when you think they may start coming down? My guess is you'll start to see gas prices come down as we get by and going into the winter i mean excuse me in the next year in 2022 yeah okay. i don't see all right stop it, it it didn't work obviously and uh he said i'm not sure i'm going to deal with those people well yesterday they went hat in hand to saudi arabia and saudi arabia said yeah we're not interested in talking to you mm. so all that help from saudi arabia thank you joe biden you did a really really good gosh remember just a year ago when the entire arab world seemed to be united against iran getting along with us and uh israel oh those were the days thanks joe gosh let's go brandon ren wrote in about uh her dog's experience with rough green she said ever since we started mixing rough greens into piper's food she always finishes her meal she loves the product so much we also noticed that since she started her fur is fuller softer brighter and just beautiful. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Ren, thank you so much for listening and writing in. There is nothing quite like helping your dog live a healthier and happier life. I can tell you from my own personal experience, our dog Uno is a member of the family. And uh, we want him to live as long as he can, as happy and as healthy as he possibly can. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the food, and it contains all the vitamins, minerals, and probiotics your dog needs for a healthy life. Try it out now. They're so confident that it'll make a real difference. If your dog loves it, they know that you will see a difference in your dog. So they have a special deal. You just pay for shipping the first little bag of uh, Rough Greens. 
you get for free just to make sure your dog will eat it. If they do, order and watch. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 is the phone number. Call them today. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I'm glad you're here. What did the uh, Bitcoin is up now? It was 39,000, I think, yesterday. It's back to 37 at one point yesterday. Was it? And then uh, it's up to 42,000 now per Bitcoin. Yeah. What uh, what happened yesterday with the with the legislation or the the executive order on bitcoin yeah that's why it was down and now this is why it's up because the executive order details leaked out a little bit yesterday and there's more out now which basically makes this all look like a kick the can down the road type of situation there Mm. doesn't seem to be much meat to it it seems to be we're gonna get a a commission together to study this and that this doesn't mean that long term they don't come to a really bad conclusion, uh-huh. but I think everybody was expecting more meat and more harm to be done by this. And right now it looks like it's just a bunch of commissions to study how to do harm later. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, you know what? I think we're doing enough harm right, right. now. Let's uh, let's plan for the future. Let's not use all of it at once. Right. <laughs> they want to make sure they get the harm just exactly right. So well, that's coming in the future. Uh, it it no, does nothing more than bias time. But I think that is a, a positive development compared to what could have been here yeah. uh, with all the stuff going on. They could have buried all sorts of nonsense in an executive order here that could have done real harm to the entire industry as it develops yeah. so and good, I think gold, good news for the day at gold least. spiked yesterday i think it was two thousand fifty dollars wow. uh yesterday that's a pretty big spike this is the glenn back program if you haven't uh, already started now is the time to start focusing on what you can do to shore up your finances You should be saving money wherever you can. Likewise, cutting costs wherever you can. Nobody expects you to do it, you know, all at once and uh, without a little bit of help. There are some professionals that can help you save what could be a buttload of money. A couple hundred dollars a month to up to a thousand dollars a month, depending on your credit cards. If you have these high interest credit cards, they're in double digits now. How are you going to pay those off, especially if they start raising interest rates? You will get behind the eight ball. If you have a mortgage right now, consider a refi. Uh, The mortgage rates are going to go up very soon. In fact, the next Fed meeting in a couple of weeks. So get this done right now. Never any pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. Uh, You can close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Call them, tell them your situation. They'll tell you if you have any options and they'll help you do it. American Financing, 800-906-2440.
to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. And I, you sick, twisted freak, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I, you know, I want to I want to talk to you about fighting back and how we best fight back, uh, and we do that with the truth, not with any other instrument but the truth, and I'll tell you about it coming up in 60 seconds if you are trying to sell a home right now i mean it's either the best time or the worst time i'd hate to be able to i'd hate to have to sell a house in oof gosh in a blue state can you imagine no thank you no thank you if you're trying to sell a home right now you need the best real estate agent you can get if you're in a blue state if you're in a red state You need the best real estate agent you can get to buy a house because the negotiations are crazy. Realestateagentsitrust.com will give you those real estate agents that are the best in their area, in your area. So call them. All you have to do is just send us, uh, you know, what you're looking for. You're looking to buy or sell a house here and here. And we'll find the right real estate agent for you. You just call them, schedule a meeting. You interview them yourself. But we've already done the pre-qualification. These are people that you can trust with your real estate transactions. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right. Uh, So how do we fight here? How do we fight back? Well, with the truth. And right now... You being a trusted source of truth to your friends is critical. You need to know when you're talking to them, this is true. There's nothing that will hurt you more than saying this is true and then finding out when they get on Google and they're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. You have to know that it is true. And there are some things that you just instinctively know for true. Let me give you let me give you this. A Kentucky-based virtual sex education summer camp taught young attendees how to masturbate, obtain an abortion, and have sex while on drugs. The Sexy Sex Ed Camp was a virtual camp based out of Hazard, Kentucky. And that Dukes of Hazard? Hello? Warning! Warning! The place you're going for this sex camp is Hazard. This is this is not. Well, I mean Daisy Duke. I mean, mm. you know, they had that on their mind obviously a mm. long time ago. <laughs> the organizers have been operating sex education workshops uh, workshops for children since 2012. The camp first gained attention on Twitter Tuesday after uh, the account uh, Libs of TikTok and Manhattan Institute scholar uh, Christopher Rufo, God bless him, shared information about the camp, including details about the camp curriculum, uh, which includes a workshop on ma- masturbation. Look, I don't think I need to go any further. Do you? Okay. Do you know this is wrong? Do you know why it is wrong? Okay. So. Who are the parents that are sending their kids to this camp? Who are they? Who are they? Most likely not you, nor anyone you associate with. Now, I don't know. I don't know how many kids went to it. I, you know, uh, no idea. No idea. I don't know who's sending their kid there and thinks that that is a good idea. 
Now, in the America I grew up in, it wasn't in this universe. It was a parallel universe. Looks very similar to this one, except lately, everything is different. In my universe, that wouldn't have happened. Uh, you know, the America I grew up in, in that parallel universe, everybody would have gone, excuse me, especially in a place like Hazard, Kentucky. They would have been, you're doing a what? Nah, I don't think I can give you a business license for that. Uh, parents would just know, yeah, I don't think my child needs a uh, a masturbation workshop. I think he probably, no pun intended, has it handled, you know? <laughs> I think he's I think he probably has that, you know, on his own. I don't think you need a workshop on that. I feel like the pun was intended there. Mm, well, mm-hmm. you you'll have to decide. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> so, um they uh, the website said they would use visual and performance art. Okay. That's porn. Let's just be straight. That's porn. All right. So, now how do you fight that? You don't have to, you know, pick up burning torches or anything else. You just have to calmly say with all the other parents in your community, yeah, that's sick. That's sick. That's wrong. I don't think we should uh, provide permits for that. I, you know, I just don't think that's right. Uh, hey, Ron DeSantis, uh, he's, uh, he's coming out against gays. No, he's not. No, he's not. Um, he just doesn't think that the schools should be able to tell a kindergartner you know maybe you're a girl Mm -mm, no no that's wrong it's sick and it is uh grooming that's what that is that's grooming and uh no not gonna do that you don't have to get into a fight in fact i highly recommend you don't get into a fight the more the minute we raise our voices i think we lose and i think that's really difficult right now in this universe Because I only want to raise my voice. Because the people who are doing this, for instance, let me ask you. Did you see that McDonald's has finally shut down all of their restaurants in Russia? Why did they do it? Well, because they were getting such pushback from their customers. (laughs) Really? Because I didn't once think. Driving by, looking at the golden arches, thinking, man, I'd like a filet of fish right now. I did not (laughs) once think, but I'm not going to have it because they won't close their restaurants in Russia. In fact, I didn't even think to check if they had closed all of their restaurants. (laughs) Now, today, Kentucky Fried Chicken is coming under great, great pressure to close their restaurants in Russia. Pressure from whom? From whom? Who who are these people? I'd like to know. Well, the media is writing stories about it, so that's why. Yeah. Right? It winds yeah. up being that, you know, somebody on, on Twitter tweets right. about it. It gets, you know, 40 retweets. Then some, you know, business insider or something writes a story about how, you know, they so far they have not closed these things. And then it turns into a big thing. It's all the way up to the CEO. And they're yeah. like, oh, we have to close these stores. But, 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 sure. It doesn't become a big thing. It becomes a big thing in, that, in the CEO's mind. Yeah, it's not a big thing. Totally. Most people are not thinking about that. They're not. No. They're and not and like, look, I, I am really against Vladimir Putin. Really think what he's doing Me is too. bad. I do, however, believe the Russian people should be able to eat. 
Like I, well, I they didn't make that. the decision. <laughs> if they want to eat food, they should probably be able to eat food. If you want to do something, <laughs> if you want to sell, you want to take all your Russian okay. projects, uh, uh, profits, KGB and disinformation don- king, and donate them to Ukrainian support. Yeah. All right. You know, but like making it so that Russian citizens who very well might be against the war can't mm. have an egg McMuffin is not a solution to this problem. <sighs> okay. All right. I don't know how you deal with people because I just want to raise my voice. He is so pro Putin right now. You know, that's all I'm <laughs> no, hearing I, right I now. I, with I the... want Putin to to just torture these poor people in um, in uh, Ukraine. That's that's what America is hearing. From that's what they're hearing. Yeah, that's what they're hearing. <laughs> when I say it, that's what I want. Hearing. Now I want an egg McMuffin. Uh, no, I do too. <laughs> anyway, um, we just have to understand this is not the majority of Americans. This is not the majority of of Democrats. You know, when we get into a place to where uh, it's us versus them, can I just can I just ask who is the them? Who are they? They them. I you know I I can have friends who disagree with me. Politically, I've had friends. We've had a producer who said he was a communist. I don't think he was a communist. The guy who runs my company used to be a Marxist. You know what changed him? He R- went life. <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, he grew up. <laughs> right. No, he went to uh, he went to restoring honor, and he was going kind of just to see what was going on, and he was going to laugh about it. And he was like, something happened. Opened up his mind. Over the years, he started to go, you know what? I'm wrong. This Marxist thing doesn't work. Okay? So is he them? No. If you are actively trying to destroy our families, yeah, then then I am an enemy of yours. I am an enemy. And I don't mean that I'm going to come and get you. I mean, I'm going to do everything I can in my power to make sure that everyone else in the community knows that what you're preaching is poison. It is poison. What these people are preaching is poison, poison to our families. BLM on their list of things to do today is destroy the traditional family. Then that makes you an enemy of my family. That's fine. Go ahead. But I'm not going to not speak out anymore. The problem, here's where the right has always lost. We always just are like, okay, it doesn't matter. All right. Whatever. No. No. You can't say those things anymore. You can't. DeSantis did exactly the right thing. Do we have that clip from him? Uh, This is a clip from him. You've probably seen it a a myriad of times. Here he is at a press conference, and of all places, the Strawberry Festival. Here he is. What critics call the Don't Say Gay bill is on the Senate floor. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. It doesn't matter what critics say. It says it bans classroom instruction on sexual identity and gender orientation. For who? For, for grades pre-K through three, so five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, and um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you, because you peddle false narratives. And so we disabuse you of those. Where did he win? 
Where did he win? Well, for the first win was going to the Strawberry Festival, which is awesome. Right. It's awesome. It's crazy. We went there to see <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Newton. Newton. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. picture Glenn and I in the front row cheering on Wayne Newton at oh, the yeah. Strawberry Festival. We loved it. That happened, and I yeah, loved it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and you told me you wouldn't. You thought, ah, oh, nobody I could didn't. love it. And he was fantastic. He was awesome. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, where did he win in that argument? Uh, well, he, he, as you point out, he didn't raise his voice. Mm-hmm. He just said the facts, and he, he, but he did push back. It wasn't like a correct, you know. It wasn't like a look, you know. Please, it's not what it's. It's not just, you know. It's not that we don't want people to say gay. It's just he that, you know asked it for facts. Yeah, na- tell us the tell truth. me the facts, mm-hmm. and then when he said for whom? whom, for whom, who is it, who is it? kindergarten first grade second grade third grade or whatever it was that's when he won yeah that's when he won because everyone 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 knows except the you know the pedophiles and the people who just have a completely different view and i mean not even in the same neighborhood as the average democrat these are the people like yeah let the baby die in a closet if you have to no no he lost at that point. Yeah, because it, what's interesting about this is the way the left knows this. They know they're crazily out of step with America yes, here. They so do. that's why they named the Florida bill the don't say gay bill. Why? Because the don't say gay bill, if, it, if that's what it is, they win. Because it's insane to ban the word gay mm-hmm. from all conversations. Mm-hmm. Instead, what the bill actually does is something totally different. And when you get them on the turf where it exists, you win. The same thing is happening here in Texas, Glenn. If you look at the, uh, they're talking about whether you should be able to to have very harmful surgeries and treatments Correct. on children mm-hmm. uh, who who may be questioning their gender for whatever reason, right? Read any article about this bill in texas and what they will say is governor greg abbott is banding gender affirmation treatment now gender affirmation treatment first of all doesn't sound bad and kind of just sounds good right like okay you're affirming a child i would say if my son said i'm a girl and i said no let me let me affirm your actual gender mm-hmm. you're a boy mm-hmm. right that would be gender affirmation to me yeah and so a lot of people hear that and it's like oh gender affirmation what's the big deal well no why don't you say what it is why don't you say you're taking body parts off of children why don't you say you're adjusting their entire development as a child into an adult and with different medications and unproven treatments and all these other weird experiments you're going to try on a bunch of kids why not discuss it as it is because they know they lose if they discuss it as it is so what desantis did there and i think it's brilliant and it's whatever it's, it's a model there's a reason why this guy is, is ahead of everybody else with the exception of president trump when it comes to these polls because he does this better than anybody he puts the discussion where it should be on the playing field it should be we don't mind defending our ideas and our arguments and our plans for the future we're just never arguing that they set it up on a correct. playing field that's different than reality correct and then they try to win it there and the media assists them in making that reality the reality that most people understand so i want to take this to ukraine so there's how you fight you fight on the facts you question them 
question. Just tell me what it really means. Yeah. Tell me what it really means. Tell me what it really means. Um, question them. Stay calm. But don't cede your ground. Now, let me take that to Ukraine in 60 seconds. Nina wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, Relief Factor got me out of pain. I can now work in my flower garden. I can walk my dog, run up and down my stairs without being in pain anymore. I also sleep through the night without an ice pack on my knee. I love Relief Factor. Nina, thank you for trying this. Thank you for listening and just trying the three-week quick start. It works for about 70% of the people. 70% of the people go on to order more month after month. You should know in about three weeks. Is it going to work for me? It's $19.95. Yes, you're risking 20 bucks. That soon will be, you know, less than a gallon of gas. But uh, if it works for you, you get your life back. ReliefFactor.com. Relief Factor. 1-800, the number 4, Relief. 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number 4, Relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, so so here is the uh, here's the argument. Have you noticed on Russia? If you disagree, you are pro Putin. No, I'm, I'm not pro Putin. I'm not pro Putin. Uh, and I'm not going to argue that I'm pro-Putin or, you know, or that I'm not pro-Putin. That is such a ridiculous. What makes me pro-Putin? Pro, pro well, you don't think that we should stop him. No, no, no. I think we should stop him. Um, how, how should we stop him? That's the question. Well, we should cut off his oil. Okay. Um, what happens to gas prices here and around the world in the West. They go up, but I'm willing to pay a couple more dollars. Okay, you're already paying a couple more dollars, and we're at the beginning of this. Are you willing to pay six, seven? How much are you willing to pay? Are you also willing to put up with food shortages, which will happen because we use that natural gas to make fertilizer, and we get a lot of our fertilizer from Russia? Are you willing to have a shortage of wheat and see that the world is goes through a real struggle with food and people starve to death because Ukraine produces 25 percent of the world's wheat, 25 percent? I think it's Ukraine and possibly Russia thrown in on top of that. Uh, are you willing to do those things? Well, he'll just go into another. No, answer the question. Are you willing to do that? Are you also willing to tube your entire, not lifestyle, we can all go, I'll take a hit. Our grandparents did for World War II. It's not that. It's an end to our way of life, our system, our economy, the U.S. dollar. It's the end to all of it. Are you willing to lose your entire savings? Well, no, but that's not going to happen. It is going to happen. And I can show you all of the facts and all of the experts because it's math. At this point, it's just math. So that is going to happen. Are you willing to do it? Well, in that case, well, no, but that's not going to happen. Okay. Here's where I can meet you in the middle. Open up all of our oil and gas fields right now. If you want to stop Russia, the way to do it is not through war, not through nuclear weapons. I agree. 
cut him off that hurts the most, and that is oil and gas, but not the rest of the world. We cannot make the rest of the world suffer and collapse the West by doing it. Just think of the effect on gas prices if a Democratic president just signaled they were going to do that. Forget the actual oil coming on the market. But think about what the effect would be if a Democratic president, Mr. I, you know, global warming's the biggest existential threat, said, you know what, this threat is so big, we're opening up, we're going to take care of this problem. Just we're the announcement energy would be massive. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be. But they, but they be. won't even do that. No. So you have to ask yourself, why? Which one of us is wrong? The one with all of the stats? The one that can show you? That 9,000 leases down from 35,000 leases under Trump. And those 9,000 leases don't mean that there's anything to drill for on that ground. Which one of us is telling the truth? Which one's lying? The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. One of my favorite people in Congress, Chip Roy, is joining us here in just a second. Navigating your finances can be very tricky work, especially the more assets you have. If you've got a home, for example, knowing whether or not to refi the mortgage and when is the kind of thing that seems so complicated. You just are like, I don't, I don't know when to deal with it. Now is not the time for hesitation. Do what you need to do now and find somebody who's on your side, not the banks. That's where American financing comes in. For over 20 years, they've been helping people just like you to make the financial decisions that can save you a ton of money. Their mortgage consultants can do a free mortgage review for you over the phone. They'll let you know what your options are. There are never any obligations, no upfront or hidden fees. And during the collapse of 08, their clients didn't have a problem with the collapse of the housing market, generally speaking, because they didn't do any of those weird loans. They'll give you sound advice. Call them now. American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Back to back, Studios America and Glenn TV. Tonight on Blaze TV, it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, remember, what was it? Yesterday, two days ago, um, we had a Mississippi representative on, and he said about he was talking about the tri. What was it? The the tri-state compact. Just got a note from him. Said uh, uh, we're in committee right now, killing the tri-state compact. That is really good news. Apparently. People have called in in, in uh, those three states and said, no, we're not doing it. Please look for these things in your state. All kinds of things are being passed uh, and you don't know about them. And they are they are restructuring America entirely. All right. There's another bill that you should be very well uh, aware of. Uh, Chip Roy is here. Congress has to pass a spending bill by Friday to avoid a government shutdown. Let me hang on just a second. Let me pause for a minute to think about all the bad things that might happen with a government shutdown. Okay, that's enough time. Uh, I'm over my morning now. Uh, Let's go to uh, Chip Roy. Hello, Chip. How are you? I'm doing great, Glenn. How are you, my friend? I'm good. So now this this has to pass by Friday. 
but you got the spending bill last night to a or this morning to a.m. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Just so, so your listeners understand what's going on, right? You'll remember that there was a continuing resolution that was passed in September to December, then December to February 18th, then February 18th to March 11th, which, of course, is Friday. At every point at that along that line, we conservatives have been saying we should be doing something to fight for the American people, like end vaccine mandates, like stand up for border security. We've got nothing, nothing at all, obviously, from Democrats, but worse, nothing from Republicans. Well, now here we sit, and now Ukraine is going on, Mm -hmm. and now the entire establishment in D.C. is all a Twitter that we've got to pass this funding bill so that, one, we can pass a supplemental, basically, war funding bill, even though we're not, quote, at war, to go send stuff to Ukraine, and with no debate, by the way, and then pass a funding bill for the overall government. Now, we're not just passing a CR. We're passing an omnibus appropriations bill, okay, that packages everything together and spends a crap ton of your money or borrowed money. Yes, we got the bill last night at 1.30 in the morning. Uh, it was emailed to us at 2.30, to be clear. So we woke up early. Some of my staff was getting in the middle of the night. We're looking through it. It's 2,700 pages long. It's a $1.512 trillion annual spending level bill. That is the best I can tell about an $88 billion minimum plus up from last year's spending level, not counting Ukraine, Glenn. That's just $88 billion of overall spending increases, both defense and non-defense. I think it's more than that, but that's the bare minimum increase. We're trying to figure it out. That's at least a 6% increase, but I think the increase is closer to 8 to 10. And we're trying to figure that and we out. And we don't know on what. Well, right. We're going through to figure out all the levels. When do you have um, to vote on this? I got. We're going to vote on the rule. We we just made a motion to adjourn to shut the place down, which will we will lose. But we're just trying to buy time, and then we will vote on the rule sometime this morning, and then vote on the bill in a few hours. Oh, the, you know, nobody's even read it. No, it's twenty seven hundred pages. All the appropriators will tell you that all the appropriation staff and all of the appropriator cardinals they've all looked at it, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. So those handful of people will tell you how our country should be moving forward not your elected representative okay tell me tell me what's uh what's in this anything on oil and gas so there is not one thing to the best of our knowledge we're searching through it that will help american oil and gas improve all not right one thing uh there's, covid there's, covid vaccine mandates. In there, nothing in there to end the covid vaccine mandates now pause we're hoping that mike lee will force a vote on an amendment in the Senate, but remember last time he did that, Mike Lee and company, I'm sorry, Mitt Romney and company walked out. But right now, there is nothing in the bill in the House that we're voting on today, to the best of my knowledge, that does anything for American oil and gas, that does anything at all to end the vaccine mandates, and then nothing to truly secure the border of the United States. Now, what my Republican establishment colleagues will say is, oh, don't worry, Chip, we're going to give more money to ICE and Border Patrol. Well, Glenn, you know the truth. You're a Texan. You know what's going on at the border. If we give more money to ICE and Border Patrol, process more people. They're going to process more people. They're going to not prosecute bad actors. They're not going to stop fentanyl. They're not going to stop the cartels. They're literally going to process more illegal aliens coming to the United States in the false name of asylum. There is $15.6 billion in supplemental for COVID. What the hell does that mean? We're, we don't know. My staff's trying to figure out exactly what that means. 
there's like slight good news is apparently that's offset out of previous COVID money. But whoop-de-doo, it's still another $15.6 billion that's being refocused and targeted towards we don't know what. But I can promise you the continuation of BS COVID uh, forced policies like the masks that are still interfering with our kids, the vaccine mandates that are harming our, our folks, they'll say it's for research and stuff, but Lord only knows. But it's going to be 13 point, I think, $6 billion of Ukraine supplemental funding plus the $15.6 billion of uh, COVID supplemental funding on top of the 15 point, whatever the hell, I've lost the number, $1, $2 trillion, uh, so, I'm sorry, $1.512 trillion total package. All right. So let me ask you, when it comes to the Ukraine spending, what are we spending it on? Well, again, peeling that back, there's, I believe, it is roughly two-thirds lethal aid, I don't know for sure, uh, where we're going to be funding additional, you know, stingers and, 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 and lethal aid to the Ukrainians. Um, and then there's an X amount of it, I think the other third or so, is for humanitarian aid. We'll know those numbers for sure here soon, reporting and over it. But What stops us from passing just that separately? Well, the the politics of this town, right? I mean, now, I haven't seen or the actual votes called or whether we'll get a clean, straight-up vote on it. I don't believe we will. I think it's going to be packaged with, I think we're going to have two votes, one on the security portion, which includes defense appropriations, homeland security, and I think this supplemental. I'm not positive about that. I'll find out for sure, and I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll send it to your team. Um, and then a separate vote on the non-defense discretionary bill, I think. But the bottom line is they're doing this all today to jam it all through, I suspect, altogether, because they want that to be the case, right? They don't want to be able to have a separate debate. We should be debating our Ukraine funding, right? You and I are both horrified. I want to speak for you, but horrified by what Putin is doing. I yes. gave a speech last night on the floor of the House about what he's doing to orphans and children and families and separating families and blowing up bridges and blowing up schools and apartments and harming people. He's a thug, a KGB dictator who's killed people. But I want to know what we're spending this money on and are we at war or not? I want yep. to know what we're going to get out of this. Yep. I want to know when we're spending this money, where's it coming from? This is an offset. This is another $13.6 billion. What are we going to, we didn't debate it, Glenn, not one debate on the floor of the house, not one, a handful of speeches in a quiet chamber. Meanwhile, a handful of people in smoke filled rooms upstairs, well, not, you know, smoke filled anymore. Cause that's not politically correct. Uh, but <laughs> upstairs in a dark room, making decisions for all of America. So chip, how many Republicans are willing to stand? I mean, now is the time to take a stand uh, and to show America who you really are. And I'll bet you the vast majority are like, we got to do it for the Ukrainian people. So I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm going to be blasting the hell out of it all day. Uh, I know that my Freedom Caucus colleagues largely oppose it. <clears throat> I don't know what the numbers are ultimately going to be right now. I'm going to just give you a target line of 50, 50 in the, in the house Republican conference. Um, but I'm not sure. I think people are kind of watching this unfold. They're peeling the bill back. Not one Republican should vote for this bill. Not Unfortunately, one. a large number will, and they will do so falsely in the name <clears throat> of going out and helping Ukrainians. When in fact, they're using that as a beard to continue to grow and develop government. Mm -hmm. And they always have excuses 
as to why that's okay. We have to do that, Glenn. You don't understand. We have to do that, Chip. We know what's important here. Look, we don't have the majority. When you give us power, then we'll have puppy dogs and rainbows, and we'll be the fiscal conservatives that you you guys have been asking for. No, you won't. Show show me right now that you are. Um, I would recommend that everyone calls their congressmen uh, and their senators today, right now, and say, I have a very long memory. This omnibus spending bill that you have to that you have to pass i would rather have the government shut down than pass something that none of you have even read you haven't even read it uh no no more crazy spending like this in the middle of the night and tell them you can debate the uh uh ukrainian uh, uh money go ahead Everything that's going, you have a debate on it, and you could pass that today. You could pass that tomorrow. But that does not, I'm not that stupid. I'm not this stupid. I know what's happening, and I will remember you. I'm, I'm voting. I vote for people like you, uh, and I'm going to campaign for people like you. But if you don't stand right now, when it's pretty easy because you're not going to, you're not even going to, your vote won't matter. If you won't do it now, you certainly won't do it when you have power. And if you won't do it now, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I, I uh, work for your uh, competition. I work for the candidate running against you. And if nobody's running against you, I might run against you because we need some courage right now. You call your senator and your house member and you tell them that. Right now, it's the omnibus bill. They're going to pass it in the House today. Um, So you've got to call them right now, and then it'll head over to the Senate. And by the way, uh, make sure you call uh, the uh, the weasels, the Romneys in the Senate who will not stand up against this, won't stand up by any stretch of the imagination uh, and won't support Mike Lee. Good God, the guy won't even support Mike Lee in an endorsement because his good friend is Egg McMuffin or whatever his name is. Uh, and uh, it's I mean, the guy is weak and pathetic. Make sure you call those senators and your congressmen now. Chip, do I have it covered? Is there anything else that people can do? Hey, man, you got it. You got it covered. This is exactly right. Everybody out there listening, Glenn is exactly right. You need to light everybody up. Do not let your Republican leadership, your Republican representatives who claim fiscal conservative, who claim to fight for you, get away with this crap. This is crap. You need to call them out on it. Light the phones up and let them know this is unacceptable. Yeah. And do the phone. Please don't don't uh, email them. They can dismiss emails, but the phones make a difference. Thank you so much, Chip. I appreciate it. God bless. Take care. You bet. To our representative, uh, Chip Roy. By the way, just one point five billion dollars, another one point five billion dollars at a time where our inflation is out of control. No, no. No, these Republicans make me sick. You know, this country should be run by the Freedom Caucus. But what do I know? I do know a couple of things about bad sleep. I'll tell you that. Mike Lindell introduced me to his uh, MyPillow products. I was I'm never a good sleeper. I can't. My wife will come in and I'll say, honey, I'm just going to get into bed. Okay, I'll be there in a second. (laughs) 
I am out. I don't ever see her come to bed anymore because uh, maybe she is. No, uh, uh, I never see her because I'm asleep all the time. It, it is the greatest thing. Your pillow goes flat as a pancake. Your sheets that either cost you an arm and a leg or you're sleeping underneath sandpaper. You don't have to sleep like that anymore. Mike has an incredible deal on Giza Dream Sheets right now. They're made from the world's best cotton, Giza cotton, ultra soft, breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, their lowest price ever, 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with a 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code BECK. Just click on the radio listener specials at MyPillow.com and enter the promo code BECK and you'll get all of these things. Plus, you get a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. The Glenn Beck Program. So, you know, this is really a tough situation that we're all in with uh, Vladimir Putin and Ukraine because we all want it to stop. We all think that Putin is a monster. Uh, we all would like sanctions, but it's the way it's happening. First of all, the oil sanctions. We should not be crippling ourselves. So it's a race to the finish line when we don't have to. You know, we don't have to make this sacrifice of our economy. All you have to do is just open up the, the pumping. The other is all of these companies. McDonald's isn't saying I we're closing down all of our restaurants in Russia uh, because of reputational risk, reputational risk. What? There were so many people that were really mad at you that they were saying, I'm never going to buy a McDonald's burger again unless you do this. No, <laughs> no not a lot of people actually do. The that. reputational risk is not from the public. It is from the insurance companies and the banks and everyone else being cut out because you're not on the right side of things. Mm. You know, I, I was uh, they were showing some of the McDonald's that were set to close down the next day. And there were lines of Russians, you know, going like a, a mile because they wanted to get their last McDonald's purchase in before mm -hmm. they closed down. And I thought to myself, we, we have a lot of cultural differences, but I felt almost Russian in that moment. Uh, <laughs> you know, just, That would be me. If I was Russian, I'd be like, first of all, I'd be thinking Vladimir Putin's an idiot, just like I think mm -hmm. our president here is an idiot. Um, and, and then I'd be in a line at McDonald's <laughs> trying to buy yep. everything that they had before they closed. So the problem with this is, is not that this is uh, bad to do to Russia. It is this is the system of the Great Reset. And mm. this system is what they have in China and what they have now Putin is building in Russia. And if you don't think that this is going to be used on you... Look at Canada. Look at what they're saying about anybody who was saying anything about COVID. You were a terrorist. You don't think it's going to be used? The Justice Department was investigating terrorism. Well, how hard is that compared to just having banks say, you know what, I, I saw what you're doing at the school board and you're a reputational risk to us. And we just can't take your account here anymore. That's the real danger. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Grip6. Uh, Grip6 is a great company. Uh, they are made in America. And you know that, even if I didn't tell you that, because of the way they make their products, because of the way they believe in this country. 
Their socks uh, are great. Their socks are freaking they're fantastic. Great, really they're, great. Keep your feet really warm. And they're not super thick, so you can put your normal shoes. <laughs> like you can get really warm feet. Uh, they also have great belts. Uh, they have great wallets as well. Uh, the belts, laser-etched designs, logos, uh, flags that make them personal to you. Uh, it's the kind of belt you buy when you don't plan to buy another one for a really long time. Uh, these are really cool styles. They are really high-quality products. And you just need to get Grip 6 in your life. Uh, you're, they've got great, great stuff, and they've got their lifetime guarantee going on as well. And uh, this is a solid American company, and you're going to love the stuff that they make. Grip 6 is as American as it gets. Right now, grip6.com slash stew. You can get 25% off on select items, plus free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. It's grip6.com slash stew. justify the means that is the question of our time do the ends justify the means i'll explain in 10 seconds in sorry 60 seconds they give them 10 seconds but they would be very upset with me tuttle twins most parents are concerned about you know what your kids heads are being filled with have you seen tiktok yeah if it were just that Maybe, maybe. Unfortunately, it's not that. It's everything and bad information intentionally is coming from our public schools right now. The best way to fight bad information is by embracing good information. We can't tolerate. We have to put good information out. Your kids are not going to educate themselves and they're not going to hear this anywhere else if it's not coming from you in the home. Tuttle Twins. This is why we love the Tuttle Twins books. My staff loves them. I love them. They teach amazing lessons about how our country was founded, why it was founded, the guiding principles, the free market system, and the necessity of small government. I cannot recommend these books any higher than I already have. I believe they should be in every American's home. Tuttle Twins. Three bonuses if you order today. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get a 35% discount plus the bonuses. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids safe and sane in a socialist world. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right. I want to tell you a story that I know you know, but it is important that we really reflect on it. It was January 6th. January 6th, Matthew Perna entered through an open door in the U.S. Capitol. The door was open. He walked through the Senate wing lobby, chanting USA, USA. He left 20 minutes later. 
He recorded all of it on his phone. After returning to his home in western Pennsylvania, he sat down and started watching TV, and he saw a bulletin with his face on it. Matthew did the right thing. He called to turn himself in. He called the FBI without knowing that people he knew had already done that for him. In December, he pleaded guilty to charges of obstruction of an official proceeding and aiding and abetting, entering a remaining uh, entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds, and disorderly conduct in the Capitol building. They are all misdemeanors except for federal obstruction, which holds a penalty of up to 20 years. Matthew's sentencing was scheduled for a couple of weeks uh, from now, April 1st. Now, he may have faced a fair trial in court. The court of public opinion and the Biden administration, mainstream media had already ruled against him. He was a traitor. He was a terrorist. He was worthy of being turned in by his own friends. He was publicly ridiculed by major voices as a threat to democracy. You know how this ends for Matthew. He won't be present for his sentencing because he took his own life on February 25th. After his death, his lawyer said the government had recently announced an intention to seek an additional sentencing enhancement with Mr. Perna. He was psychologically frail and not able to deal with the stress of the situation. He hung himself. In his obituary, his family wrote, Matthew Lawrence Perna died on February 25th, 2022 of a broken heart. His community, which he loved, his country, and the justice system killed his spirit and his zest for life. The constant delays in hearings, the postponements dragged out for over a year. Because of this, Matt's heart broke and his spirit died. No one can really understand or know the mind of a suicide victim. It's an act of insanity. You just want everything to stop. And you've convinced yourself things would be better for your family and everybody you love if you were gone. If we take his family at their word, Matthew lost so much faith in America and our justice system that suicide seemed a more reasonable thing than going to court. The story of his broken faith hit Americans hard when they heard it. But it sends an ominous message about the state of our union. We now no longer trust our own nation to deal justly with us. Violent criminals released without bail. I just saw a sentence for a guy who just completely beat almost to death this elderly man. He's got an ankle bracelet. He's back out. Illegal immigrants bust across the country in the middle of the night. And yet there is a collective silence for the rights of the January 6th defendants. 
we hesitate as people to stand up for the January 6th defendants because we don't know exactly what they were charged with. We don't know who they are, which is weird, isn't it? People notice the double standard. They feel it. And we can't ignore those fears. If our if the goal of our Justice Department is to break the spirit of our political prisoners, then they succeeded in the case of Matthew Perna. But if the goal is, as their mission states, to ensure fair and impartial administration of justice for all Americans, then we've got a lot of work to do. For the guilty and for the innocent, we need real justice. But what we're getting now is social justice. And it will turn, if you're for social justice, it will turn on you in your lifetime. Let's see how you feel about it then. We need real justice, but if it doesn't come or doesn't come quickly enough, we need to keep our heads up. We need to be there for one another and ourselves. We have to keep the faith. You have to know that you can make things better and that your voice, your life matters. Nelson Mandela was a political prisoner and he was a bad guy. He was a communist. He was he was engaged in violent activity. But look at the difference he made. Look at the difference he made in the end. James Comey came out with an op-ed. It was published in the Washington Post this week, and it was directed right to the FBI agents. And he said, we're a nation of laws, and the FBI is an organization dedicated to the rule of law. You have to support and defend the Constitution. We've always had divisive politics in the United States. But despite all the division, passion, and anger, we've never had something like January 6th. I'm so tired of hearing that. It is such a lie. Such a lie. In fact, I could... In fact, why don't I play the... New York Times reporter caught by Project Veritas telling the truth. A guy who wrote about how scary it was, how how difficult, how horrible it was. Here he is talking to an undercover reporter from from Project Veritas. Listen to this. It's like January 6th stuff that is like so over at this point. It's so, so over. I'm so over. The less overreaction, the less reaction to it in some places are so over the top. It was like me and two other colleagues who were there or outside. And we were just having fun. Dude, come on. Like, you were not in any danger. Like, I, like you could tell how much fun we had on January 6th. Oh, that's great. Is, are you allowed to have that much fun on January 6th? Are you supposed to be mourning? I know, I know. So I'm so a bit traumatized. But like, I mean, all those colleagues who were in the building. Is that really the vibe? From them. I'm like, come on. It's not the kind of place I can sit and tell someone to man up, but I kind of want to. You're like, dude, come on. Like, 
you were not in any danger. Got him Zola, got an Adam, I'm going to stop it there because uh, you can find this online and I urge you to watch it. But this is a New York Times reporter that was reporting how dangerous this was. There's never been anything like January 6th, yada, yada. But when he is talking to some young girl who's just asking about, wow, you were there. He was like, yeah, it was no big deal. We were fine. They're all overreacting. No one was ever in any danger. Okay, so what's the truth on that? What's the truth? Well, Comey says that we are a nation of laws and we have to charge people uh, with crimes. We have to. And we can't decide which laws to uh, uphold and which not. Americans decided it was okay to physically interfere with the election procedures set out in our Constitution and laws, and it can't happen again. And he says, even even if you disagree you have to enforce this law january 6 can't happen again whatever their politics it can't happen again now listen he goes on to say normally when you make a criminal case you're thinking about personal deterrence or incapacitation two of the main goals of criminal prosecution that is you're making a case to keep the bad guy from hurting someone else But there are January 6 cases like that, and I suspect all agents agree that anyone who hit a cop or ransacked a room or conspired a violent sedition must be locked up. But January 6 investigation is mostly about something you might not like to think much about in your normal caseload. General deterrence. It's about sending a message, a shockwave of deterrence. So future Americans, whether misled by a lying demagogue or rightfully concerned about the loss of their rights, never again assault the institutions of government. Now, that is not that that's not uh, that's not blind justice. That is not blind justice. I don't even know if that's legal. Do you hear about the Whitmer case, the kidnapping defendants? Gretchen Whitmer, apparently these guys were going to kidnap her and then I guess kill her or whatever. Um, I thought this was really pretty serious until I found out that there were like 12 FBI agents there. By the way, the guy from the New York Times said FBI agents, undercover FBI agents were everywhere. I don't know who to believe, what to trust. I know thou that they have all signed a plea deal. They've all signed a plea deal, the Whitmer case, and they all have in their plea deal that they testify that there was no FBI interference, that they were not influenced by the FBI. That's a really interesting thing. Kind of makes me wonder again about Matthew. I mean, you know, here he was. Here he was. He he was ready to pay a price. And then they said, you know, there's a heavier price to pay. And he couldn't face that. I mean, I guess we all have our breaking point. Don't let anyone break your spirit. Focus on restoration. We're not about burning things down. We're about restoring our nation's institution to their proper working order. We don't need a great reset. We need to unplug it and plug it back in. 
we, we need to set it back to its factory settings. The software is all screwed up. It's all corrupted. So what do you do when your computer? You turn it off and turn it back on again and restore the factory settings. That's what has to happen. Our system is good and has taken many years and many men and endless amounts of effort and money and and blood. And we have become wholly disillusioned, disheartened, distrustful. And when we do that, those who hate America get exactly what they want. We love this country and want it restored to factory settings. Did you see that poll that came out yesterday that 60, I think it was 67% of Democrats, if somebody came and invaded our country, they would run? They wouldn't stick around? Says so much. Says everything. Mm -hmm. There's nothing worthwhile. We are no, you can go to Canada and no big deal. That says everything. 67%. That should tell you something also about war in general. We are not the World War II generation. That, that I've never seen a number like that in America, that we would turn tail and run. And the number between of young males who would actually need to be fighting a war like this was terrible. I mean, it was it's not even just party. It's it's youth as well. And it's great that a bunch of 80 year olds want to go out and fight the war. We, we love that. We thank them for that. Correct. But man, the people who actually need to be fighting it don't have any interest in it. And. How are you going to fight? I mean, will you just cave? Will we just cave? Because there's another battle that's coming, and it's it's a battle of ESG. It's a battle of being on the wrong side. You notice no BLM people went to jail. Nothing serious, right? But if you were against the left, if you were a conservative, if you were for Trump, you now, you've just been disappeared. And they're trying to break your spirit. Are you strong enough to do that? Are you strong enough to be a pariah? See, fear is all they have. When you stop fearing them, you got them. You got them. More in just a second. Let me tell you about uh, Goldline. Goldline is $2,050 an ounce. Yeah. I, it's funny. You've been doing Goldline... We've been talking about Goldline for how long? I mean, as long as I can remember. 20 years, yeah. yeah. Seemingly the entire time we've been doing this show. And yeah. I remember you saying, like, if gold ever gets to $2,000 $2, an ounce, then you know the world is insane. And I, first of all, it seems like that kind of played out. Uh, uh, we're at 2000 and it is insane. But with all the inflation, I, you maybe even need to up that number now at this point. Oh, um, you know, there's a... Which bank was it just came out yesterday, I think, with a new they've revised their gold uh, standings. They say twenty five hundred to twenty eight hundred dollars an ounce. They're saying now by the end of the year. I don't know if that happens and we don't want that to happen. That's really, really, really bad. But, you know, you return to things in the end. The world will return to the things they know are true. And gold and silver have intrinsic value, period. 866-GOLDLINE. I just read a story about, I have to do it tomorrow, on uh, how uh, China is now working on a currency all based on gold. And they've got a lot of it. 
and they think that they can get the rest of the world to turn against us and go on theirs because it's backed in gold. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Get some for yourself. Base your life on something real. 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now. Get the Glenn Beck specific promotion on orders for physical delivery right to your door. Uh, and ask them, find out about their self-directed IRA specials this week. 866-GOLDLINE. 10 seconds, station ID. So tomorrow, I'm going to spend some time on an exit ramp. If you kind of feel like, wow, we're not winning and who has a plan, uh, there's a clear plan. There's a clear way out. But it requires, you know how they always say, um, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. Yeah, That's the reason why I can't lose weight. Because... I just don't want to change my lifestyle. You know what I mean? And when you do, you usually feel better. But the solution here is not something you apply, something that you do, you know, while you're out, you know, while you're speaking about politics. It is a entire lifestyle change. And I'll tell you about that on tomorrow's program. The reason why I can't do it now is because uh, we have uh, Leslie Gordon on. Uh, she is a former special agent for the Department of Defense. She's an attorney and uh, she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand why the DOJ is uh, uh, rushing to obtain indictment for a January 6th defendant. Um, there's a uh, illegal detention claim. Somebody else has just disappeared. Not you know what's happening. Uh, don't I have a right to a speedy trial? It's been over a year. Where's my trial? What's happening? You can't detain me like this. Now the DOJ is trying to sweep that under the rug. Um, his attorney, he and uh, everyone else around him cannot speak uh, to the press. Uh, it wouldn't go well, I guess. So we found somebody that could speak. Somebody who has written about what's happening to these January 6th guys. We have to care about the process, even for people that may be guilty. You are innocent until proven guilty, and you can't just be disappeared. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, I want to talk to you about uh, keeping your heart really, really soft. We have got to see, um, we have to see Christ in the face of everybody. We have to see it in the suffering. Even the people that we don't like or don't know, we have to see Christ in all suffering. After 9-11, there were 3,000 people killed, and um, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation was put together. And it was put together by a group of people who were like, we have got to take care of these families. Uh, and we have to take care of the families of the firefighters and the police officers who gave their life on 9-11. It was a mess. Well, they not only have done that, they have continued on and they are doing it with all the soldiers and now the police officers that lose their life in the line of duty now. You know, when when somebody dies and you're a police officer, or you're a soldier, you have a mortgage. Where Where is that money coming from? How are you going to do that? Well, Tunnel to Towers does it for them. 
they help these veterans, they help the police officers and anyone who has died for our country or community. And they need your help. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. T2T.org. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. I want to preface this conversation with I am not uh, supporting or against uh, this particular um, uh, prisoner. Uh, I don't know. He's charged with some awful things and he may be guilty of all of them. I don't know. But I do know this. We have a system where you have to try people and you have a speedy trial you have to indict people, et cetera, et cetera. You cannot let them languish in jail. That is against our Constitution. So I, I wanted to talk to somebody who has been in the courtroom, former special agent for the Department of Defense, um, Leslie uh, Mc, McAdoo Gordon. Uh, and Leslie, I've been I read your tweets about what happened in the courtroom. And I have to tell you, I, I don't think any other uh, any other trial would end this way, would it? Well, Glenn, thank you for inviting me to talk about it today. Um, and let me say that what happened this week in the courthouse is not a trial. Well, yeah, I know. It's very a, a far, hearing. <laughs> very far from a trial. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. So he was arrested last year in December. And what happened this week was a status conference in front of a D.C. judge, the first time he's been seen by a judge in D.C. at all. And we're into March here. So you're correct. This, this is not how the process is supposed to work. So tell me how it's supposed to work. You, you are arrested and then you have a certain number of days before you have to be uh, charged or released, right? Yes, in a general sense, that's right. Okay, and, so, then, and then you have to be able to see a judge. Right. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So there are a bunch of, of procedural steps that the government has to follow, right? So and let me say that I, I'm a lawyer also. I've been a criminal defense lawyer in this courthouse in D.C. for 25 years. So um, Maryland and Virginia also. But um, the way it's supposed to work is if the federal government arrests you, they have to take you without unnecessary delay to appear in front of a judge. That's because the Constitution requires that. Mm -hmm. It's also in the rules of the court, but it's primarily a constitutional function because the point is we don't put people in jail and then forget about them. Correct. At least we're not supposed to. <laughs> so now that happened in this defendant's case. His last name is Denny. Mr. Denny was taken promptly the same day that he was arrested. He was processed by the marshals and he was taken the next day to appear in front of a federal magistrate in Texas where he lived. Okay. So, so far, so good. All right. <laughs> right. And then the magistrate there um, set a hearing for three days later, which is within the normal rules, because, you know, he, the guy shows up, the judge determines, all right, you are who the government wants to arrest. We're not holding you illegally so far. <laughs> and I'm going to set a detention hearing and a removal hearing. Now, the detention hearing is to determine whether or not Mr. Denny should be let out at all Correct. pending his trial. Mm-hmm. The removal hearing is to determine whether he should be shipped from Texas to D.C., where the trial is going to be, because okay. he's charged with offenses 
from the January 6th event. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to get tried in Texas. He's going to get tried here in D.C. Um, so, so far, so good. They can hold him for those few days while the judge sorts it out. He got assigned a public defender. You know, that lawyer needs time to ascertain what's going on. So three days, no problem. So he's seen by the judge on December 17th for a hearing. And the Texas magistrate, who's a federal officer, judicial officer, finds that he's going to detain Mr. Denny and he's going to approve the government's request to transfer him from Texas to D.C. for his trial. But in addition to that, the rules of the court require that Mr. Denny have a preliminary hearing. The purpose of that is to determine that there's at least probable cause for the charges that the government has charged him with. Mm -hmm. And that hearing has to take place within 14 days of the first day that a judge saw you. But that can so that change hearing, if you are been moved from another state. That can you can add another like no, ten days or something. No, no, no. It's not supposed to. That's okay. the point. He there's two problems with this case. One of them has been overtaken by events, but the other, the Speedy Trial Act problem that you're talking about, that that is there's still a live problem there. So for the preliminary hearing, which is the judge takes a quick look. There has to be testimony. There has to be evidence. The judge says, yeah, there's probable cause so that you committed a crime, so we're going to put you on trial. But that's only good for 14 days because in addition to that preliminary hearing, the federal government, it's different in the states. It's different everywhere in the states. But the federal government has to indict you, which means a grand jury, mm-hmm. you know, a group of citizens, mm-hmm. a group of citizens, not the judge, has to decide that there's probable cause that you committed an offense to charge you with and put you on trial. And that, according to the rule, must happen within 30 days. And in fact, that's not a rule. That's a statute passed by the Congress, the Speedy Trial Act. So you have two speedy trial rights. One is in the Constitution. The other is in a statute, a federal statute. And it's binding, of course, on all the federal judges. And it says you must be indicted within 30 days of your arrest. If you are not indicted within 30 days of your arrest, then the indictment must be dismissed, or actually it would be the complaint. So there's different ways that the the federal government can charge you with a crime. An indictment is issued by the grand jury. A complaint is just a sworn affidavit by a law enforcement officer, and a judge issues a warrant on it. So that's what happened to Mr. Denny. They issued a complaint, a warrant issued from the judge, and he was arrested. Okay. Okay. But he still has to be indicted. You have a right to be indicted. And I know that seems strange to people. You have a right to be indicted. But it's a, it's a protection that the founding fathers put in so that it's not just government officers saying Correct. there's probable cause that you committed a crime. Correct. It's your community, the constituency of the citizenry, agrees that there's probable cause. Okay. So that did not happen. Instead, what happened was the judge in Texas, for reasons that are unclear, believed that he could transfer Mr. Denny from Texas to D.C. for the preliminary hearing. That alone was wrong. The rule required the judge in Texas to hold the preliminary hearing. And for good reason, because you would think it wouldn't take that long to ship someone from Texas to Washington, but in the criminal system, you'd be wrong about that. Mm. So it took them 46 days to send him from Texas to D.C. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Yeah. So what you're talking about, the 10-day rule, is the federal statute says, yes, you have to be indicted within 30 days, but we're going to add 10 days. 10 days is reasonable to add if you have to go from one district to another. Mm. So effectively, that makes it 40 days. But, you know, they blew by that here, too. 
because Mr. Denny was indicted on the 84th day, 84, uh, 84th day after he was arrested. So even allowing the government 10 days to transport him would have been 40 days, but they more than doubled that before they indicted him. So, Leslie, I just want to make it clear uh, uh, from just the charges. If he did these things, he's not a he's not a guy that, you know, I want out on the streets um, and probably deserves things. But we must stay by the Constitution. So I'm not necessarily fighting for him because I don't know if he's guilty or innocent, um, but the charges look pretty bad. But I, I in a case like this, at least, you know, in old episodes of Matlock and Murder, she wrote if you if you weren't read your Miranda rights, you were the judge was always like, I'm sorry, you got to let him go. Um, well, but do, so, doesn't yeah, that apply not, here? Those that are those are two different things. But no, I know that. But I mean, isn't aren't these these violations of these rules? Don't they at all? I mean, the people who should be punished so they don't do it again is the justice system, not him. He shouldn't have to just sit here and squander, uh, you know, in jail and, and nobody's doing anything. Why isn't this a violation that is so egregious that they would say, you know what, justice system, you're out of control. You need to fix this. Don't ever let this happen again. He's dismissed. Well, that may happen. So the magistrate judge here in D.C. who held a hearing this week made some of those same observations. He said he apologized to Mr. Dunning that you don't often get an apology from a federal judge from the bench. Okay. yeah. (laughs) And he apologized to him and said, you were lost in the system. This is not supposed to happen. This is a violation of your rights. The judge said he was at a loss that really it's a clear violation of Mr. Denny's right to have a preliminary hearing, but the judge couldn't do anything about that because when the government indicted him, which they did on the morning of the hearing, when they did that, that unfortunately mooted out the, the problem that he was denied a preliminary hearing. But it oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, I know, but it doesn't solve the problem that under the speedy trial act, they had to indict him within 30 days. And you can't fix the fact that you didn't indict in 30 days by indicting him on day 84. It does not work that way. So Leslie, how many, how many people involved in this January 6th uh, thing have just been lost? How many I mean, what, what's, we can't get any answers on anything. I've never seen anything like this. Well, the system is very convoluted, right, and mm-hmm. opaque. It is complicated even for practitioners who, who understand how it's supposed to work. Um, I think that Mr. Denny's case is the only one that is this bad in terms of the Speedy Trial Act problem, mm. right? There are lots and lots of other problems, procedural problems with these cases and the way the government is handling them. But but you're not wrong that there something should be done about this. And I was I was not impressed, as you could probably tell from my article, that the federal judges here were not more urgent in their application yeah. of the something, some resolution to this problem. Now, the magistrate judge is correct that he was, he kind of had his hands tied by two things. One, the government got the indictment. Two, the chief judge had issued an order that required the magistrate to write a report and make a recommendation to her so she could act on the defense motion to dismiss the case. (laughs) So the magistrate judge is, you know, he's a lower judge. He has to follow her order. So 
what he did was he ordered the government to brief the issue about the Speedy Trial Act violation and also, you know, for Mr. Denny's lawyer to respond to the briefing. And he set a hearing for later on in the month. Now, you know, at that point, I mean, you're just so far out of time with the Speedy Trial Act that he's just sitting in jail for more days that aren't that are not valid. I think it's illegal, his current detention. Wow. But there will there will be a hearing. But uh, because the government got the indictment, the case has now been transferred to a regular judge, Judge Moss, um, instead of the magistrate handling the case. So it's a little unclear whether the report from the magistrate will now go to the chief judge or whether it will go to Judge Moss, probably Judge Moss. I want to we'll follow up with you on this, Leslie, but I I would like to uh, if you don't if you have time to hold for just a couple of minutes, I've I've got to take a quick break. And I want to come back and ask you about what James Colmey said uh, in a um, uh, in an op ed piece earlier this week that uh, they've got to make an example out of these people. Um, That doesn't seem like blind justice to me, but. I, I don't know. I'd love to get your opinion on that. Coming up in a second. First, these days you can't take anything for granted when it comes to your cybersecurity. Just about everything from your phone to literally your refrigerator is now on the Internet. And cyber criminals are out there looking for anything they can get. They'll take everything. Avoid odd messages via chat, email, or text asking you to take action. Weird links, attachments that you can but should not click on. Dangerous stuff like that. Above everything else, make sure you get a LifeLock. It is essential. Our information is at risk online every day. That's what LifeLock is here for. They can't catch everything. No one can. But they can monitor things you know, better than you can on your own. And if you do become a victim, they have a restoration specialist that can work with you to help fix the problem. Now, nobody can stop everything. Nobody can monitor everything. But you can uh, help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. So join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK for 25% off. Do it now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, we are uh, we're with uh, Leslie McAdoo Gordon and um, Leslie. I I want to be really careful because I know you're currently uh, representing Carter Carter Page in his lawsuit in D.C. federal court against the FBI and James Comey and Andy McCabe and everybody else. Um, so if you can answer this, you know that's fine. But I don't know if you read what Jim Comey said in the Washington Post. But he said, um, this investigation is mostly about something that you may not want to think uh, about as an FBI agent. It's about sending a message, a shockwave of deterrence. So future Americans, whether led by a uh, lying demagogue or rightly concerned about the loss of their rights, never again assault the institutions of government. That means even those who merely trespass by following the crowd inside must be held accountable even if only guilty of a misdemeanor, that's fine. I think if that means you go through the system and you pay the fine for a misdemeanor, but not, you're not locked up for 
months and months. If you hit a police officer, okay, you're going to go to jail and whatever the judge. But can he say this? Can he um, go after uh, as general deterrence? Well, the concept of general deterrence is one that the courts have long said is a function of the criminal justice system. And you're right that because I represent Carter Page and Mr. Comey is a defendant in that lawsuit, I can't comment on him directly. But what I will say is we need to be applying the rules of law the same across the entire political spectrum. What your punishment is should not depend on what your views are. It should depend on what the law permits and doesn't permit and what is consistent with what has been punished in the past. And we are not doing that in these cases. So I wrote an article about this in Red State back in June. These same kinds of conduct for, let's take Mr. Comey's example, the mere trespassers. Yeah. The people who did the very same exact kind of conduct during Red Kavanaugh's Yes. Uh, confirmation hearings yes. were not prosecuted in the federal court. They were prosecuted mm. in the local court. They were given effectively a citation. Correct. A special procedure in D.C. Correct. They and, had to pay a low. Yes, they and, paid a low amount of money. They didn't have to hire lawyers. They didn't have to appear in front of a judge. They paid their money and walked away. And that is not what we're doing with these cases. Leslie, thank you very much. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. This is the Glenn Beck Program.